Greetings all. This is Justin Vaughn with Miramed Global Services bringing you another timely article for the healthcare community. Today's subject is entitled COVID-19. What is your action plan? The COVID-19 virus is unfolding so rapidly and the impact is so pervasive that many hospitals are struggling to respond. We have received a number of inquiries from our clients, and there is a great deal of concern to be sure. While events are moving rapidly and it is impossible to predict the future, we want to share what we believe is a practical checklist of issues every facility should work through as they prepare for the inevitable. This section is entitled Impact on Revenue and Case Mix. Emergency room volumes are rising and hospitals are focused on surge capacity planning to handle an anticipated increase of COVID-19 patients. Conversely, many facilities are postponing most of or all of their elective surgery cases. Initially, the current crisis was expected only to impact outpatient and endoscopic cases, but for many hospitals it has become more extensive in scope. One client just informed us that only trauma, fractures, cancer cases, infections, and cardiac cases will be taken into the OR. In other words, getting a case in the OR will be for life or death situations. This raises the obvious question then. What percentage of cases will be lost and for how long? We suspect that for most facilities, the number of lost surgical cases will be significant. While COVID-19 patient volumes uh, are expected to rise sharply, the decline in surgery volumes could likely mean a decline in net patient revenue. At the same time, expenses will likely rise due to clinician overtime, additional sanity, cleaning, expenses and let me rephrase will likely rise due to clinician overtime additional sanitation or cleaning expenses and additional equipment needs calculating the impact on collections may not be quite as straightforward as it seems given the nature of revenue cycle management A drop in patient volume in March will have a small impact on April collections, but the real impact will be in May and June. Depending on how long it takes for the virus to wind down, the ultimate financial impact may not be felt until July or August. Another variable that we need to consider is the ability of payers and essential partners in this process to remain fully operational. carriers be able to process claims and will banks be able to process payments with their typical turnaround? Many hospital CFOs are asking about their accounts receivable. What they really want to know is how much revenue potential they can count on from the current receivables. A more detailed assessment and cash flow projection may prove far more useful for planning purposes. The ability to collect from patients may also slow down as many of these patients may be out of work themselves and therefore may not be able to make payments 
for prior services rendered. This section is entitled Impact on Manpower and Staffing. Many hospitals are struggling to maintain key revenue cycle and clinical personnel. As local schools close, working parents are forced to stay home and miss work. Others who display suspicious symptoms are staying home as well, including clinicians. This jeopardizes patient care and creates a coding, billing, and collections backlog. Is there a way these individuals can be set up temporarily to work from home? How long are hospitals prepared to manage remote staff? Surveys suggest they're prepared to do this only in the short term. Perhaps this is the time to seriously consider workforce diversification. Rather than concentrating all key personnel within your primary location, hospitals are actively considering a long-term strategy to redistribute the work to remote employees and companies, including offshore. This may not be the last iteration of the coronavirus, and there will surely be other unforeseen events coming down the pike. The consensus is that communication is the key. Leadership should formulate a plan. The staff should know what that plan is and what is expected of them during this singularly unique period. This section is entitled Maximizing Available Cash Flow. In an effort to soften the long-term impact to the bottom line due to the current crisis, hospital CFOs should start exploring financial mechanisms that will allow them to weather this current storm. Many are already creating strategies to deal with growing coding backlogs and anticipated AR backlogs, either internally or with RCM partners. This section is entitled Other Clinical Options. In some facilities, there is a discussion of leveraging the anesthesia department to help manage the increase in COVID-19 patients suffering from respiratory complications. This would essentially represent ICU-level services. Typically, these services would implicate critical care codes 99291 and 99292, or subsequent hospital visit codes. You'll need to make sure that these providers carefully review the specific requirements of these codes and clearly understand the documentation issues that they entail before proceeding. This final section is entitled, Stay Calm and Plan. At the end of the day, we will get through this. Those who take the time and initiative to think through the above issues will be in a much better position to ride out the current crisis and remain in reasonably good shape at its conclusion. You are not alone, either. We will continue to be here to assist you in any way we can. Miramed stands with its healthcare partners and with all who are helping to bring healing at this critical time. Please reach out to us if you have a question or concern at info at miramedgs.com. Thank you.